edition of the Be Contagious Leadership Experience. And today, we've got a special treat for you. World-renowned basketball trainer, and you'll find out he's much more than that, Gannon Baker stops by the neighborhood, and we talk about faith, we talk about the strength in partnership, and we talk about how you can make an impact in people's lives every single day. So sit back, grab a pen, take a good listen, because you will love Gannon Baker. I'm so happy to have Gannon Baker with us today. Gannon, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, man. You're contagious. Let's go. <laughs> you know, they, I, I'm sure there's only 1% of the world that doesn't know who you are. For that 1%, if you could give them the little elevator speech of who you are and what you're all about. I think there's only 1% of people that know who I am. 99% don't. So I'm, you know, in uh, and, and one, and one aspect, you know, I get it. I'm, I'm just a basketball coach mm-hmm. you know um some people might say you know people like have jobs like me that you know you're not really popular you have your tribe um right. they're not really important but the other part of me says no i'm very important god has given me a gift he's made me for a purpose i have a purpose and you know and i i've realized that since i was eight years old i know at eight that i was gonna do something with basketball I wanted to play in the nba I uh, wasn't good enough. However, I did get an NBA tryout. I played professionally overseas. I played in college at a school called Duquesne in UNC Wilmington. So I was a Division One scholarship player. Uh, got a lot of awards in college for that. I played basketball at Hampton High School mm-hmm. in Hampton, Virginia. I was the only white guy on my team. <laughs> so there was a lot of obstacles and lessons in that. I was a self-made player. Uh, was a college coach, NCAA Division One and Two. Got a master's in kinesiology, mm-hmm. um, a lot of education in that. And then, um, you know, after I uh, finished playing and coaching uh, college, I started out in the year 2000 uh, my own business. It's a uh, basketball training and development, a skill training business, and and that's my 20th year. I've been to 48 countries, five continents. Have not only worked with NBA, WNBA players, but they're a world champion. Right. You know, I've been around some of the best and still continue to be around some of the best and most successful, uh, intelligent leaders in basketball, also that have an influence in life in the world. And so now I've transitioned into like a holistic coach. And for some people that don't understand that, that means I teach the physical basketball skills. Mm-hmm. But I also teach players and coaches the mental tools, the emotional tools, and the spiritual tools, how to win in basketball and win in life. And I think that's the two main jobs of a leader is that, they, you know, you teach them how to win in their profession. My profession is basketball and then win in life. And that's where we are today. I love it, man. I, I, yeah, I've been, you've have a lot of great content on LinkedIn. I am always on LinkedIn and I see you're always talking uh, about all of those things with it. Your evolution as a coach, as a man, um, Jesus is a huge part of it. Talk about, um, your faith and how that has helped you in your life. You know, that's a great question. It's funny. I don't get that question a lot. So I appreciate you giving it up. I mean, uh, to me, He's, he was, he's not a religious figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People think, oh, you're religious. Not religious because I don't hold my uh, spirit or soul into traditions. 
I, I hold it into a man that was one of the greatest teachers and leaders of our generation. Why? Because he could look pain in the face and produce power. He could not only explainate, you know, he could explain, but he also could show. And mm -hmm. to me, that's the highest level of leader you can be is that whatever you say, you can do. So in basketball, if I show a concept mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, I show them and I, and I show them at a high level. I'm not saying that I do miracles, but dribbling two balls, blindfolded, shooting, you know, right, left, doing four ball push-ups, jump roping at the speed of sound, whatever, doing it at, at the age of 48, which is a miracle that I can still do some of that stuff. Like that is the way Jesus was that he wanted to take your mind and body to a place where it's never been. Mm -hmm. Yes. I follow Jesus to get into heaven. No question to have eternal life, but it's more for me is how can I, love people impact people's life the way jesus did and so that's why i study the words in red a lot i continue to have solitude because greater is he who is in me mm -hmm. than he is in the world and sometimes not all the time but sometimes you got to look at the world and do the opposite especially when there's pain and adversity and, you know you got to look internally instead of externally and, and to me that's what true faith and relationship is Oh, I, I love it. I, I, I love talking about people's faith because we all have a uh, something that holds us up. We all have a backbone. We have a, something that that pushes us through during the really you know tough times and ups and downs of, of everything. When you talk about, you know, leadership is a big word. What is your definition of leadership and how do you how I know it's important, but is that at the top of everything that you uh, stand for? Uh, yeah, I think that that's the crux of it. I mean, you know, the only way you can impart, right. What you have, like, you know, people have information mm -hmm. and then leaders have impartation. So what I mean is that I'm taking everything that, uh, I learned in my life, right. I learned through the good. You never lose. You learn, uh, pain produces power, right. Scars we can talk about. And then, you know, the good things in my life, they're praise reports. Hey, this worked for me. Maybe it'll work for you. This uh, research says, in my opinion, you know, my proof of evidence, my life, this has been successful. So that's what leaders do. They just impart. I'm not creating more Gannon Baker puppets. I'm creating people that go on and find their purpose and their I want to connect with people that have the same passion and vision as me. And, is, and if they don't, but they're in my tribe or I'm, I'm teaching them in a class or even through a direct me message age. I mean, you can impact people's life uh, in an hour, in a word, in a sentence. One of the greatest books I've read in a while is, is, is Kevin Eastman's why the best are the best on Gordon, right? They're, they're into words, 25 words, words can impact people's life. So I think that's what leaders do. Impartation is just taking all the information and then they got to see what I see. They got to uh, feel what I feel. They got to do what I do, but in their own authentic, authentic genuine way. Mm. So, you know, leader, leaders impart, right, out of love, not fear, not abuse, not dictator, communism. It's, it's like Jesus did. I am the way, the truth, and the life. But you can make you, it's your free will. Mm. And that's, that's, that's true leadership.
Ah, I love it. Now you talk, you've mentioned a few times a praise report. What is that? And how can our listeners use that to help them move forward? Well, as leaders, um, you know, people have different love languages. Mm. And so as a, as a leader, your words are your weapons. Right. So you need to speak the truth and the truth fears no question, Mark Twain. So every time that I'm out coaching and, 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 you know, responding in a, in a, to, to negativity in a, you know, in a positive way, like, you know, coach, you know, coaching is adjusting to mistakes, correcting mistakes, uh, praising, right. Correcting. So you're a mirror. So every time that I'm out there, I make sure that, you know, I have the sandwich method, give them a praise, meaning a good thing. Hey, you're doing good. Boom. I like that. You know, praise reports is verbal and nonverbal. It's a look, it's a, it's a sound. Good job. There you go, man. You're the king. You're the bomb.com. I see you. Can't stop you now. Boy, you're going, I can't wait to see your future. Like I'm always listening to positive music, looking at film. I'm trying to find like Jay-Z might say something positive that I can use when I'm Mm -hmm. praising somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm meeting the generation where they're at. I'm not leading from my generation. I'm 48. When I'm teaching a 24 year old, I'm leading him from his generation, (laughs) what he can relate to. You know, right. I'm not, I'm not breaking out. I'm not breaking out, you know, um, Lawrence Welk's songs or Kenny Rogers. I love both. Right. I mean, I, you know, classical and country, uh, the gambler, you ever heard that song? Yeah. You gotta yeah, know yeah. when to fold, when to fold them, know when to hold. Like I'm breaking out Cardi B, you know, I'm breaking right. out Snoop. I'm relating to them, but I'm giving them a positive, right? Get their attention. All coach cares about me. Then I'm hitting with the hard truth. Mm-hmm. It might be even be, hey, you're great on this, but man, you suck on this. You got to give. How are you going to do this? But you know what? You're the king. You can do this. Let's get after. It. We got one more play. I got you. Right. I'm here to help. So it's a positive, negative, positive. It's called the sandwich method. And so as a leader, for every one negative, today's generation, you got to give four positives. Back when you and I, um, well, maybe me, you look pretty young. No, no. Back in the I'm 80s, right? right? The 90s, when I, when I was a follower, when I was being led, even in China. Right. I got a in China when I'm led by my CEO in China. I mean, it might be one positive to three negatives, but I'm okay with that. Right. My joy doesn't come from man. My joy comes from the, my mm. purpose. Right. I know where to go when I feel insecure. You know, I don't I don't my my character is not dependent on other people's compliments. Like I I got this. Right. You know, Kobe mentality. I spent five days with Kobe. It was amazing. The security and swag that he had regardless of, you know, what other people thought of him. I care about what other people think, but my confidence doesn't come from other people's, right, compliments. Mm -hmm. However, everybody's not built like that. Right. Everybody's not. So I got to treat different, like, you got three types of people that you lead, people that overestimate their talent, right? You got to humble them. Mm -hmm. Like, they got the swag. You got people that underestimate their talent, right? You got to hug them. You got to love on them. All people don't know their strengths and weaknesses. Young people have no clue who they are, right? Mm-hmm. So you got you to gotta diagnose them like a doctor. And, and so that's, that's where the praise report comes, is just being positive, celebrating the little successes right. they have. You know, they might not have achieved the goal, but if you see the journey, you see the behavior that, that's consistently positive come up, you praise that. You know, you haven't won the war, but you won that little small battle today. Might even be a text. It might even be a call. 
Might even be a that a boy. Might even be a chest bump. Might even be, hey man, here's the donut. I saw you today. Right. I saw you on that. <laughs> I saw you on that PowerPoint. I got you. Looking right. good. You know what I mean? Like that's that's leadership and that's coaching. There's a lot of that you can do on the court, man. Right. Now you but off the court as well. I, I love all that because you're filling buckets, you're, you're telling people, you're, you're giving them energy, which is what I think a lot of um, coaches are struggling with because right, the, the basic human mindset, unfortunately, is we're always looking at things in a negative way. We're framing it in something that probably isn't there. We, we can frame it. We can look at the right lens. You said you're 48 now, which is unbelievable, man. You look amazing. For 48, 20 years ago, 28 you, 28 year old you, how was your mentality and what was your outlook on, on everything you're saying and how long has it taken you to get to where you are mentally? Uh, I'm still not where I want to be mentally because I'm human mm. <laughs> and we live in a broken world. And I, I, I was bent coming out the womb, meaning, you know, every human being has good and bad. I mean, even, even imagine a, a devil and an angel like there's some truth to that we all (laughs) deal with you know anxiety and stress and negativity so it's a constant battlefield of the mind you know Joyce Meyer but I uh at 28 man uh I wasn't as well you know I value solitude solitude time now more Mm -hmm. I I I carve it more into my schedule consistently where I'm spending time alone with my thoughts I'm spending time in meditation or prayer and prayer. I'm spending time writing down my goals. So I'm, uh, you know, back at, back at, back at 28, I'm not really sure I understood uh, mental aware, self-awareness, uh, mental mindfulness and emotional IQ. I, you know, uh, I was, I was pretty good at teaching the physical tools as a leader, but yeah, I needed more work. And so, you know, fast forward, um, you know, to now, 20 years, I mean, I, I'm more well-read. I have more empathy. I understand the connection now between the heart and head. Because if you don't get the mind right, your body won't follow. And when you face that wall, when somebody is punching you, life starts to hit you a little bit through people, through circumstances. Thank you very much, COVID-19. Right? right? <laughs> if, if, you, if you don't have the emotional grit to find solutions and to, and to respond to what you can control, then you're going to dive into the dungeon of despair. You're going to start to get negative actions and behavior. You're going to start to lose, right, in the mm-hmm. game of relationships and self-development. And, and you'll start to listen to that dude with the red horns, if you will, right. instead of the dude with the beard and the Air Jordans. You know what I mean, you, you, you have, you know, uh, so I, I, um, I really think that right. people, regardless of what kind of, they have a choice and some people have to take medication. Some people have to set bound more boundaries than others. But, you know, I always say if we're not dead, we're not done at being the best version of ourselves. So that, that was a great, I mean, that's a great question that we could talk a whole year. We got there's a whole master class on yeah. that question. So I hope, <laughs> no, I, gave, I, I hope I gave you a good answer. No, no, it's it, it's it's great. I think w- what's happening is that everybody at that current age, so if someone's 24 or 26, like they want life to already be solved, meaning they already want to be 
that wise soul, that wise voice, when the reality is it's a combination, right? It's a potpourri of things that you've gone through your life combined with faith and hope and, and all these things and how you process it. Um, speaking of that, you, you've said several times solitude, meditation, prayer. Solitude, I think, is something that a lot of people don't talk about or they don't practice. I know you talk about being in your thoughts. How have you developed where when you are in solitude, when you are in meditation, when you are in prayer, you're not allowing the, your feelings that may not be the greatest feelings overtake you? What do you do mentally to get over that? Well, obviously, you read all the scientific journals and psychological journals. It's a proven fact that they've done that uh, you have 30. You know, when you get a thought, you have 30 seconds to, to capture it, keep it or let it go. But it will become a feeling. So obviously, you know, excitement, joy, uh, engagement, learning, fruits of the spirit, whatever have you. If you get that in your in your mind, you just repeat it. You dwell on it. You fantasize about it. You visualize it. You might speak it. You know, who are you speaking to? Uh, Atheists speak to the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, uh, mythology. You know, I speak to Jesus, God, uh, angels, my brother who passed away, my Mm. grandparents who passed away, some of my good friends who passed away. I lost a lot of, um, you know, coaches in the past two years to suicide. Mm. Uh, now, I, I, I hope and I believe that God gave them another chance, but I talk to them. But I, I really believe that if you think it, you say it. If you say it, you do it. And right. I'm, I'm just basically exercising my soul, you know, yeah. trying, to get, trying to get my soul connected to my spirit because my spirit is from God. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's what I got when uh, I gave myself to the Lord and I became a Christian. It's what Jesus left in Acts when he ascended to heaven so my spirit is clean my soul is dirty mm. my soul is is my mind my emotions right right my heart my mind and so as you know the heart is 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 unclean and so we got to constantly clean the heart because why because we'll see it in the world turn on the yeah. tv look at instagram listen to music some are clean some are dirty but there's dirt everywhere <laughs> but on top of the dirt there's flowers right we uh. don't on top of dirt is my beautiful house. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't sleep in my dirt. I sleep in my house. So as I'm doing solitude, I'm thinking of all this stuff, analogies. I'm listening to a sermon. Uh, I'm listening to uh, uh, meditation apps that just keep saying positive things. I'm Mm -hmm. reading the book. I'm reading a book. I'm reading the book. I have an open notebook and I categorize whatever I'm feeling. I write it down. Fear. And I write down all the positives from fear, right? Right, And there are positives. Right. There's, there's some positives out of fear. I doubt, anxiety, right? I write down positives, if any, and then, and then you know, negatives. Oh, the negatives outweigh the positive. I, t- I tear it up, rip it, put in, ain't no, it's just, it's, it's no right answer. It's just you get by yourself and you use a realization with some mental perspicacity, pers- uh, pers- perspiration right and imagination right because if i if i imagine a good future then i i focus on that and not a bad fear is a negative future imagination is a positive faith positive future so it's it's imagining a good thing 
It's recognizing a, a grateful list. What do I have today? What did I learn today? What do I love? Who loves me? And who do I love? And that's what I focus on. So it's a, it's a combination of a lot of positive scripture. Read it, recite it, review it, repeat it. And it's something you do every day. Like you exercise, like you work on your jump shot, like you brush your teeth, like you clean your bed. It's a lifestyle that you get your mind and your soul um, used to. And then organically and instinctively, when you're out there teaching under pressure, you can't pause and say, all right, what's the best response here? <laughs> right. You know, just like a game, you know, you trust your work and you focus on doing the right thing. In the game, you can't stop, go work on 100 free throws and then come back in the right. game and then shoot that one free throw. No, you shot your free throws last week. Now, trust your work, focus on, you know, mechanics and, and not the, the end result of pressure. So that's, that's what solitude does. It builds your instincts for you to generate the right emotions and thoughts during your day, whether you're a father, a mother, a coach, a leader, you're standing in Starbucks mm -hmm. in China and a Chinese person coughs on you. <laughs> and again, I'm just using China. No, right. I'm just saying yeah. it's been five months a year in China, but that's, a, that's happened in Australia. Right. I'm just saying that happens. So you're going to turn around. What are you going to do? Like you're waiting for an Uber and then somebody jumps in front of you and gets in the, like that's happens. What are you going to do? Because right. if you, if you react in the wrong way, that could change your life. Right. Right. You're in a, in a session with an NBA player and he says F you and the F rhymes with suck. <laughs> And there's people watching. And now your right. manhood is, right? Let's just say Kevin Durant. It wasn't him, but let's just say Kevin Durant. Oh, man, that's Kevin Durant. He just said Afghan. What's, oh, that's embarrassing, right? Would you, right? So what do you do? And my response to that player was, all right, F me, but you can F me all you want, but you better educate me right now. Why am I wrong? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you put him in the sandbox. Oh, right. you want to go? Well, let's go. He ain't punking me because <laughs> the truth <laughs> The truth fears and the leaders are constantly living, talking, you know, hanging out in the truth. And the truth fears no question. So I, I didn't fear his question. I knew I was right. If he could tell me another better way, then I'll be like, you know, you're right. F me. I'm good. Let's go to the next play. But he couldn't. He apologized. And then I whispered to him, look, shut the hell up. I know what I'm doing, man. I got you. <laughs> and he respected that because I won right. the fight. Right. And that's yep. what a leader does. A leader doesn't give no punches, but he don't take no punches. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and that was the, that was the um, advice my dad gave me when I went to the hood as an only white dude. Mm -hmm. Single day at the age of 12. So I finished playing at 30, and I was the only white dude. And I don't know how many white dudes in the world would do that today to go right. into the hood and play ball. And I went there. Not to say, let me see if I can be tough. I went there to say, you know what? This house is going to get a Division One scholarship, you know, so I had to be a leader. And I, at age of 12, they thought my name was white bread, white boy, you know, <laughs> honky. And when I left at 18 to go to college, they was like, yo, that, that Gannon Baker, that white boy can play. They right. knew my name. That's respect. Right. I'll never the motion there of problem, of dealing with inclusion, of figuring out how to solve problems, conflict resolution. That stays with me the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. But a lot of parents and a lot of kids wouldn't, would shy away from that pain 
Like they wouldn't put themselves in that unknown. And that's what leaders do, man. They, they ain't afraid of the unknown, right? And they don't give no stuff, but they don't take no stuff. Mm. If they know what, if they know what is right, they draw a line in the sand and say, no, that's one of my non-negotiables. I ain't negotiating on that value. We're going to figure this out or we're going to fight. Right. Sometimes metaphorically, <laughs> you got to fight. Now in the hood, physically, I had to fight. Jesus yeah. got angry. Jesus fought with his miracles and his words. But he wasn't no punk. You know I mean, the devil tried to fight him. He stood up for what was right. The Pharisees, you know, some of the Jews tried to fight him. He stood up for what was right. That's all I'm saying. Like, you got you got certain non-negotiables where, you know what? You're going to stand up for what is right. And if a guy comes late to my workout or if a, a player disrespects me mm-hmm. or the game or their teammates or their parents in my session, I'm standing up. I mean, I've had players spit on the floor during a workout. Uh-huh. Are you? Yeah. No, no. Hold up. Time out. I ain't making them run. No, you're going to clean that up. You're going to clean up your snot. Oh, come on, right. coach. No, no. You're going to clean it up, man. Or I'm, I'm out of here. You don't look. See, and that's what these young kids don't understand. And I didn't understand it either when I was young, but I'm glad that I got it. What you respect mm-hmm. moves, moves into your life. You can access God sends you people, places, and things. And if you respect them, you can access them. If you disrespect them, you can't access them. Mm. They leave you. Right. So if you don't believe you don't believe that theory, try it. Try it with people, places, and things. It's like a dog. You beat a dog, it sees you, it's running. Right. <laughs> but if you pet that dog, you love that dog, right? You feed that dog, that dog gonna be right grabbing your leg oh all the time yeah no different with people man you love on them you you give them value i told i said before i think i told you this i'm not i've done so many of these man (laughs) education education is the fastest way out of poverty man right like give people i'm not saying financially although that's part of it but people have poor spirits Mm -hmm. and people receive a poor environment because they didn't they didn't they didn't receive an education and a lot of Man, I didn't, I didn't get nothing out of that worker. I didn't get nothing out of that situation. And my question to you is, what did you put into it? Exactly. Right? What did you put into it? <laughs> I, in my experience, if I, if I pour in that session, if I pour into that kid love, passion, enthusiasm, like you, you, you got a light. You got a, you're fired up. I got your yeah. messages, man. You're like excited. Well, that gets me excited. Mm-hmm. So whatever you want from one of your followers, wherever you're leading, whatever you want them to do, the best Strategy is to model that. Right. That now I can't dunk a basketball, but you know what? I can be excited about the exercises that allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. I can show them Michael Jordan dunking, Brittany Griner dunking. Oh, that, look at that! That's I can get excited about dunking. Mm-hmm. And then when I teach it, even though I've taught it eight million times, it's the ninth hour of the day. Right. Oh, looking <laughs> at my God bless teachers. God bless teachers yes. in our system. They, they need to get paid more. Mm-hmm. They need to be uh, put on a pedestal. I got a master's in education, right? I was, I'm supposed to teach in college and high school. So I get it. I did the student teaching. My parents are teachers. Former, mm-hmm. former, former, right? They're retired. But you know what, man? I'm going to be real. I walk in. I do school assemblies. I'm in schools a lot. Man, there's so many boring, stale fried <laughs> teachers living on tenure. They ain't fired yep. up. 
Well, right. And, and I, I get it. They got excuses. But even then, you don't get what you want out of your class unless you give. You give a lot to the class, the class going to give. Now, if you don't believe that, you've already lost. Right. And you say, well, Gannon, you know, you teach basketball. Yes, I love what I do. I've been doing it for 30 years. I get stale, too. So I fight through it from. I fight through all that crap because so, I want. I know what I want from my from my students. So I'm not going to be boring. I'm not going to be stale. I'm not going to be crusty. I'm gonna have charisma, right? I'm gonna own my philosophy. I'm a related, you know, science project, whatever. Science was boring. Math is boring. I get it, but related to something that they love, right? Figure I, it I, out, I, man. Connect. You 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 bring up some amazing points that I think some. Some will, you know, I think everyone agrees, right? But it's our actions of what we do. You know, I love what you just said. You have to fight through the staleness, you know, being open that, you know, myself, you, whoever else can get into those mundane times. And you're like, no, this is not me. This is not happening. We're going to constantly fight through. I always tell coaches, like, you want your, your players to play with enthusiasm and you want them to play hard. You have to show that as well, too. Just like you said, you have to give, give, give. So it comes back to you, um, which is so important. Now, you're 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 your business owner, your husband, your dad. Talk about family. Obviously, it's extremely important to you. But how how is your family all involved with with what you do? And because you travel a lot, how do you stay connected to them when you're away? You know, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, I talked about this. I have a mentorship program. And so I talked to, we've got about 800 coaches on the program. Some of them come in live, some don't. And one of the questions came up was, how do you balance in, in, in basketball? And I did research, man, like over 70% of basketball coaches are divorced. Right. Um, I had a chance to go in the NBA uh, from the time I was like 2008 to 2013. And a couple of NBA teams asked me, do I want to, you know, work for them. And I did research on some of the player development coaches already in the league and, the, and they were either single, divorced, or, you know, living away from their family. So I'm like, man, family is more important. I mean, nothing wrong with that again. They, right. But to me, I, I, I want to see my family more. I want to have them evolve. I appreciate you asking, you know, family to me is forget about me. I love you. Mm-hmm. Like that, the acronym for family is forget about me. I love you. So it, I had to, I mean, I've been married, uh, 10 years. We've been together 13. I'll be real honest with you, H. A lot of people don't. Um, I was married before. Mm-hmm. I had an eight year marriage before and I gave it no life because it was right. all about me and my basketball career. It was all about me. And so I said, you know what? I don't ever want to go through that again. I want to ever put a family through that again. It was just me and my ex. We didn't have any children, but the pain that I caused her and Hey, I'm out my decision. Uh, I don't want to go through that again. Right. And thank God, God has uh, forgiven me. And, uh, and, and so now it's all about every day I write, what does my wife need? What does my uh, kids need? I think, what do they need? Now it's hard because right now they probably need me. And I'm with you. Right. So what we do is, is we night before we, we check in, Hey, what's your <laughs> schedule tomorrow? Well, I'm busy from, you know, seven to 11, but after that, I'm good. You need me. Right. She's like, yeah, I need you to do this, this, and this. So I put it in my calendar. Right. 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 So I have a calendar. I have boundaries. And during that time with my family, it's family time. Sometimes I'm like, hey, yo, 
kids. I got to have my phone on me because I'm expecting this phone call. So sometimes it's included. Right. Right. And, and then other times during the day, it's work time. So, I, you know, you got to schedule your day. At least I do. Work time, family time, both inclusion time. And, um, you know, that's it. When I'm on the road, it's all work. But there's three times a day I check in. I check in in the morning, mm-hmm. FaceTime. I check in in the afternoon, FaceTime. I check in at night. Right. And my wife has to send me video and pictures of the day. Right. Like that's, that's, I got to see it. I got, it's like the news, the Baker, right. send me the Baker news. I, <laughs> I want love the that. News yeah. Re- yeah. I want the news report. Cause it, cause uh, thank God for FaceTime. It's better than nothing. And, and then I do the same for her. I send her and a lot of times she'll see that on my social media anyway, but you know, we'll talk about that. Um, and that's what we do. And Every, every chance I, I offered, hey, you want to come with me? And so I, it's not like, hey, I'm going this. I always let them know, look, I want you to come with me. Right. Now, when, when we, before kids, she would go with me everywhere. She was right. living the dream, man. Yeah. She was living the dream. <laughs> um, but my wife is so tough that I'd be going to Australia or Hawaii or Greece. She would come with me and work the camp. And she right. wasn't even getting paid. Like the director loved it because she got two bakers for the price of right. one. <laughs> but you know, I said, "Look, babe, just go. You know, sit on the beach, go shop." It's like, "Nah, man, I'm a coach. I want to." So, like, she loved that. Now, you know, our kids have gone to Canada with us, but that's it. Like, right? They, you know, they they cut into the profit. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, they all just, do, man. Yeah, it's just hard to tr- uh, travel with a three and a six year old. You know, yeah, ten year old's good. 10-year-old, right. man, she, she, she's a girl, and she's mature. She's good. But three and six, man, they're wild men, man. They, 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 they must, I wonder, wonder whose blood they got running through them. They're just wild. <laughs> no, man, I understand. I've got a 19-year-old, and I have a, I have a 16-year-old. Okay. And, and, I, and I, I am definitely one of those statistics. I, I am divorced, and my son, this is a crazy thing. Because of this virus, it's a huge blessing, man. Like he's, a, he's a swimmer at the University of Iowa. And I haven't lived with him in like six years. And he was coming here. I'm working on a project. I'm, I'm actually in Richmond, Virginia. So I'm working on a project oh. in Richmond. And, uh, and he was only going to come here for about a week. Well, now, five weeks later, we're like roommates. We're like, you know, we got to do laundry. We got to do dishes. Awesome. Like we're, all the things. So it's been, a, it's been a huge blessing with all of it, man. So I understand definitely yeah. about family. You said huge. something that I think is so important. During the day... You're sharing pictures and video. I think as, as someone who's traveled a lot, you travel a lot, that is so important in having that connection with your partner over the, the course of the day. How was that? Um, was that an adjustment for you? And was it an adjustment for your wife to actually do it? Or is there reminders? Because I think sometimes we have to remind our partner or sometimes we don't. How, how has that worked? Yeah, like um, you know, she she does that anyway. That's part of her love language. Is right. that she loves to share her time with others that she loves, and vice versa. She loves when people give her time. So, <clears throat> Mary and my wife, I know that's her love language. And for mm. dudes that are dating, dudes that are married, if you want more affection, you know what right. I mean, raise the eyebrows, right? <laughs> Just give her more time, man. Like be be present, be all in. You ain't even got to talk. You just got to look 
listening. Repeat every now and then what she said. But no, honesty, no, be present, man. Just give her time. And um, so for her, it was easy. Mm. For me, I'm, you know, first, I'm not really technology savvy. I'll just FaceTime her. Yo, what's up? Call it. She's like, well, how was your day? Well, I'm going to tell you about it. No, nah, you didn't send me no pictures. Let me send me no video. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay. So it, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like going from, uh, it's like playing the eighth place team and then you're playing the second place team. It's just a, you know, there's a different mentality, different right. focus. You know, you gotta, you gotta try harder and do better. Right. And, and that's, that's, but my wife is great and this is a gift I think, or maybe she's developed it, but she holds no grudges. Mm. Like she'll be mad all day. Right. It's something stupid I did, but she won't go to bed angry. And the next day she'll have amnesia. Right. <laughs> this is a, one of the, my favorite qualities about her. Yeah, she doesn't hold grudges. And like, <laughs> I, I think I was like, man, maybe she forgot. And then she'll bring it up every now and then jokingly. Right. You know, send me pictures now, babe. Send me pictures and video. And I like yesterday. So that we, we have a we have a cool relationship because we're um we're basically real. We keep it right. real and we and we we we're not offended by we're we're very we're type A personalities, we're secure. So mm-hmm. if, if you if you give me criticism or call out my mistakes, I'm not taking it personal because most of the time you're right. I'm I'm not taking it personal, I'm coaching. Right. And so we, but a lot of times with, with uh, men and women partners, they don't want their ex to tell them what to do. Yeah. I got for some spiritual reason. It's just, it's hard to hear from your wife you're doing wrong. Or, you know, we want our wife to lift us up like a king. And, and that is true. But in our relationship, we're, we're cool at, at uh, giving each other uh, accountability statements. Ah, oh, man. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you diving into, into that part of it. I got one more question for you, Gannon, man, and I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Here we go. When they make the Gannon Baker full feature film, all right, who is going to play you? You were breaking up. When they make the Gannon Baker who? When they make the Gannon Baker feature full-length film of your life, who's playing you? Ah, well, one voice inside of me says they'll never make a film. I mean, that's uh, you don't you don't make films like me. You make films of, of like the Tiger King, man. Like that's, that's oh man, man. that's a, that's watchable, you know. Or or you know, the person that finds the cure to this virus or the key to solving our economy right now. Uh, but let, let's hypothetically. I mean, Matthew McConaughey, man. Come on, <laughs> No brainer, man. There you go, man. There you go. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on. Where can people find you online? How can they reach out to you? Uh, I appreciate that, man. I'm on all the social media platforms. Uh, like you said, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, uh, personal, and, and my business, Scannon Baker Basketball website. Um, and uh, you just, just Google me, G-A-N-O-N-B-A-K-E-R. Something will come up. I, I answer all questions about life and basketball. We have a mentorship program for young players, young coaches. And it's more of, you know, it's life coaching, really. It's, it's right. teaching these players how to win in life, but also use basketball as a platform to uh, have, have, you know, to develop their purpose, develop their passion. Everybody's not going to be a coach. Everybody's not going to be a, a great player. But you use basketball in the journey and what you learn from the journey 
to go out and win in life. And for me, that's teaching kids how not to be lazy, how to deal with fear, how to have time freedom. And that's Mm -hmm. a whole nother podcast, you know, spending time with the people you love, spending time with who loves you and spending time doing with what you love. And you can make a career out of that. Right. Right. And then financial freedom, you know, thank God the virus economically is not affecting me as bad as others. Right. Right. Having enough money where, you know what, if you want to help some displaced hurricane victims, you have a little money in the bank to help them. Mm -hmm. Right. God calls you for a thousand because he's going to get evicted. You have the choice and the discernment to help. him. We adopted a girl. Right. That costs Mm -hmm. money. Right. right? This girl was either going to go to the states. Right. Stay on the street with her mom, who's a prostitute or come with us. Oh, we'll take her. That ain't free. Right. Uh, Right. (laughs) Well, well, that's what I mean by financial freedom, not to buy 18 Lamborghinis, but to treat these young people. Like money's not gonna make you happy, but here's why you want money because it can change a thing, yeah. Right? It can yeah. change the situation, man. And so, you know, two biggest two of the biggest resources you have are time and money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I try to use basketball and everything that brings with my lessons and mentoring to teach people about that. And um, and I'm not like teaching from a book or what I heard Tony Robbins, like I live this <laughs> stuff, H man. I mean, you know what I mean. I live this stuff. Yeah. Um, and if this virus don't lift soon, you know, I'm, I'm going to need some financial freedom. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm not rich by any means. But uh, money is not the root of my happiness. But it, it's certainly something that, you know, I, I strive to have a little more than I need so that I can give it away. I mean, Rick Warren. Right. Yeah. My great book, Purpose Driven Life. He lives. Right. So he says off 10%. He gives right. his 90 away. Man, Rick, I want that life, man. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, I want that life, Rick. <laughs> like that's, and, and, and uh, from a distance, I believe he has peace. Right. You know, I'm sure he has his demons, but, you know, his son committed suicide and all that. Yeah. But that, that's all I want. I mean, I want peace and and passion and purpose. And so, through that it's 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 the mentoring is, is how i get that so i would say man if you're out there and you're listening it's a free mentorship to start and we'd love to have you my brother lives in richmond okay so i have some roots in richmond my uh, one of my mentors kevin eastman lives yeah. in richmond uh you're an hour and 20 minutes away from where i grew up i right. grew up in hampton so uh it's good to connect man absolutely man thanks for coming on again and i appreciate you man I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. I tell you what, if you're like me, your notebook has got to be filled with the nuggets that Gannon was dropping today on the BCLE. Go ahead, visit him on his website. Reach out to him on his social media. He is truly inspirational, and he'll give you the energy you need every single day. Guys, do me a favor. Visit the website, hernandoplanels.com. See how we can serve you. You see, we are here to help you become better leaders, partners, communicators, and connectors. You know, we're all in this thing together, and all we can do is proceed together so we can all be better. I think that was a rhyme. Anyways, thanks for joining us on the BCLE, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.